You're listening to Two Therapists in Therapy, a podcast about self-acceptance, self-love, self-growth, and connection. I'm your host, Sarah Brill, a licensed clinical social worker, licensed marriage and family therapist, and EMDR trauma therapist, and an Enneagram 4. And I'm your other host, Becca Moravec, licensed professional counselor, licensed marriage and family therapist, and certified intuitive eating counselor, and an Enneagram 2. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Becca. How are you doing today? Or how are you feeling today? I I am feeling, um, let's see, what would be the way of describing how I'm feeling? I'm feeling connected to myself, which is funny because I just um, wrote a post today about how I've realized that I have no idea who I am anymore. <laughs> after crossing the threshold into motherhood. Um, and for some reason it's kind of like that saying, name it to tame it. Um, after identifying that it made me feel more connected to myself. So, um, I'm feeling connected to my truth and to myself today. And I'm feeling really grateful for that because it's been a disorienting past couple of weeks. Mm. which we can get more into. But yeah. how are you feeling, Becca? I mean, I feel like we could just explore that whole topic just right there. Because <laughs> can I ask a question? Yes. And if it doesn't feel relevant, let me know. But I'm just thinking about what you said is why I love the Enneagram so much. Because, <laughs> sorry, because <laughs> our like self, like your that connection, like literally always exists. But we need like, to create space from like our personality and our and our egos and our experiences to like connect to it. So I just like I don't know, I'm just like thinking about how that's so cool that like you have like both of those experiences in one day. Yeah. How like your authentic ever-growing self like actually is always there, but it might take some time to like find it. I don't know if that's what you're saying. Yeah, or that we go through places of like it's oh, maybe it's it is. It's always there, but then it our ego sometimes blocks us from being able to feel it or hear it. Yeah. And yeah. And just for those who are like what are you talking about the Enneagram for? But that's like the whole idea is like that exists, but we have to like give ourselves space from those other things in order to find our authentic self or connect to ourselves. So just want, sorry, <laughs> it's a tangent. I love it. I love when you get excited about the Enneagram because it's so amazing. It yeah. is like the most amazing tool there is. Yeah. Um, how are you feeling? I am feeling really tired. I am in the like last home stretch of pregnancy, so I have four weeks left, and I'm not sleeping very well. Which someone tried to tell me it's because it like prepares me for like not sleeping, and I. I don't know about that. Wanted to drop kick them in the face when uh -huh. I said that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like an eight to ten hour sleeper and I'm maybe getting like four or five not very good hours of sleep. So hard. And it really changes how you operate in the day. Oh my God. Like it's mood, um, processing, 
Like it really changes how I show up. It really, it really changes uh-huh. things. I, I don't like it. <laughs> it's really hard. So I, it's completely understandable. Yeah. So, um, but, and I'm feeling, uh, I'm feeling a lot of things. I'm feeling mostly like very happy. Um, because I, um, my husband and I put together the baby's nursery yesterday and it just is like one of those moments, you know, those, this moment where I'm like sitting on this rocker chair looking at a crib and my husband's like sitting on the floor, like putting together this thing. And it was just like, I always had this picture in my mind and never knew how it would would come together and imagined it coming together so differently, (laughs) like timing things we went through all of it. Like, and there was just like, it, I've just had a lot of those moments recently where I'm like seeing something and going like, whoa, this is what I always wanted. And I had no, but this isn't how I saw it, but it is what it was supposed to be. If that makes sense. Yes, yes. totally. So I'm living in that a lot lately and it's really fun. That is so fun. Yeah. So fun. Say more about it being fun. Um, It's just fun when like, when you've done like my husband and I have been together for it'll almost be 17 years and there's a lot of work that went into us being in a like authentically happy place um and so it's like fun to like see the fruits of our labor like to like be putting together a nursery and be actually connected and not just like pretending to be connected. Cause I did a lot of like pretending in the beginning of our relationship and it wasn't conscious pretending, but it was like, you know, social media and like, you know, all the stuff. And now it's like real. And it, it's like these moments of like feeling, um, proud and like, um, as a relationship therapist, like it can, it can be, it can be real. And that's like so hopeful. So hopeful <laughs> and so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And that kind of segues us into our topic. Yeah. Um, cause I just want to hold on to this forever. Yeah. <laughs> What's our yeah. topic, Sarah? Yeah. Cause you just want to hold on to this forever and getting ready to give birth, um, is a life-changing experience Mm -hmm. where everything changes Mm -hmm. and it's so exciting. And also many people kind of refer to it as a cycle of death and rebirth um, and how those two things are kind of intimately linked. And we were kind of talking about before this, what do we want to talk about today? And, and we were discussing like, do we want to talk about death and rebirth? Um, because you're getting ready to go through this huge transformation and I'm six months, six months on the other side of it. And you were kind of exploring like the concept of death. Do you want to share kind of what came up for you around that? Yeah. And it's interesting because I was already thinking about it, but I was also wanting to keep like a nine foot pole from it, um, of like not, I don't want it to be an experience of death and rebirth. I just want it to be rebirth without the death part, I think. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, well, before, before I say that, do you want to say what you mean by like 
um, I don't know that you use this language. I know you use this language, but I don't know that you already said it, like crossing a threshold or entering into a new phase of life, including becoming a parent um, is a process of death and rebirth and like what that has meant for you because you've like, you've like recently done it. Yeah, sure. So um, like what that journey has looked like for me or what do you mean? Like, what do you mean death and rebirth? I think is what I'm. Well, I th- I think for me, I think about um how we have lots of different cycles of death and rebirth throughout our life and i also think about them as chapters how oftentimes things come to a close in order for there to be a new beginning and um and that process is sometimes we know we're going through a death or a chapter closing and sometimes we don't And, um, I do think that that time of like closing a chapter and opening one or dying and being reborn. And I do not have just as a side note, um, there are no religious implications or I'm not using that, that language, um, to insinuate any sort of religious undertones that might, um, be implied when I'm using that language. Um, so I mean it merely symbolically, um, but when we go through now that made me forget what I was saying. What was I just saying? <laughs> like I, I'm asking, like, what do you mean by death and rebirth? And you were saying whenever sometimes we know we're in it, sometimes we don't when a chapter is closing. Yeah. I think um just sometimes when we know a chapter is closing or we are like getting ready to go through a death, it feels really scary. Um, it feels like, oh my God, what am I going to lose? What, what is this going to be like? And what's it going to be like on the other side? And I, I literally, I think probably if we are like sentient enough or awake enough, maybe sentient is the wrong word, conscious enough when we are actually dying, we probably feel that way too. Like what's this going to be like on the other side? Um, so I think like approaching a death or a big change is often really hard and really scary, even if it's something that you're looking forward to. Um, I was telling Becca's story about when I, um, when I was in my mid twenties, I was living in LA and I was getting ready to move back out to Colorado and I had like a going away party and I had this super cute dress that I wore and it was like this happy thing of like, Oh, I'm going to my new life in Colorado. And I parked my car on Hollywood Boulevard. This was a super, super stupid thing um, with all of my belongings packed in it. And while I was in the restaurant, um, my car got broken into all four windows at at my going away party, shattered all my belongings stolen. Um, And I had to drive down the 405 to my aunt's house in Orange County. Um, like literally like was freezing cold. Um, and cause I couldn't roll my windows up obviously. And I had n- literally not even an outfit to cl- change into because everything was stolen. And that's how I entered my rebirth, my new chapter into moving back to, to Colorado. And I moved into my parents' basement and I was waiting tables and it was just this super intense, like beginning, new beginning that was a new beginning to an amazing unfolding of my, the second half of my like young adult life. But anyway, the whole point of what I'm saying not to become too long, be too long winded is that 
death is often scary. We don't really know what it looks like or what it's going to be like. And sometimes the period like of being reborn afterwards is really hard too. And so, yeah. Um, so I don't know if that answers your question, but just yeah, transformation. Transformation is like death and rebirth. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And I had posted this quote earlier that I would love to read that like feels relevant. Yeah. Like, kind of to piggyback off of yeah. what you're saying. And it says, how does one become a butterfly? She asked pensively. You must want to fly so much that you are willing to give up being a caterpillar. You mean to die? Asked Yellow, remembering the three who fell out of the sky. Yes and no, he answered. What looks like you will die, but what's really you will still live. And that's an excerpt from a book by Trina Paulus. Um, And I'm just like thinking about... Like you had to be willing at that time to move and change your life. And you had no idea what the death process would probably look like, like losing all your belongings. Yeah. Yeah. And losing so much of what, who I thought I was at the yeah. time that I had so much pride in. Yeah. Um, And then you've gone through it again recently. Yeah, totally. And you're getting ready to go through it. Yeah. So, and I'm like, no, I'm not just so you know. <laughs> Like, well, so let's talk about that. If you feel comfortable, let's talk about that. Like, cause when I said the word death, like yeah. it brought up a lot of feelings for you. So, and I yeah. think it's like so human what yeah. you were feeling and thinking. Well, so. it's, it's interesting. Cause I just posted that, like that I was like sharing on my millennial therapist that, um, I'm getting ready to do that. <laughs> and then Sarah's like, well, let's talk about that. And I was like, no, cause I'm not going to die. <laughs> like I am just going to give birth. And I think that it's just scary, like thinking, and and I don't think that it always has to be incredibly painful, but like my experiences of transformation, right? I'm like, I tell my clients this all the time. It's, they're called growing pains, not growing joys. And so it feels scary to me that something that I feel uh, like I've wanted my whole life and that we worked so hard to get to both relationally and through fertility treatments, like might have some hard in it. And I'm like, I just want just want there to be the butterfly wings. I don't want to be in a chrysalis at all. And I don't know what the chrysalis will look like. Like, I don't know what the death process will be, you know, this time. So I think that I like told Sarah, I was like, I guess I can talk about it in like three months when I'm on the other side with you. But for now, I'll, I'll rely on your wisdom. Um, because I both, I'm like, okay, okay. After this conversation, I will acknowledge that they're that I'm getting ready to enter that cycle and I have resistance because I just want to become the butterfly without the chrysalis as we all do. Right. Yeah. Why <laughs> which wouldn't is, we? Which is just like so ridiculous though, because I'm like, this is like the opposite of like the work that I do with my clients. Well, but that's the thing. It's like, so <laughs> it's so easy to talk about a process. It's a totally different thing to have to walk through it. Uh-huh. And so we can like know what we're getting ready to go through intellectually, but yeah, actually facing it and walking through it is a whole other thing. Which is interesting because birth gives you no choice. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't get to like stall. You know, I get I, like I will be thrust into it. So I guess I'm just waiting for that. Yeah. So, so tell us about like where you're at right now and what you're feeling in this like joy of this moment. Like, say more about about that. Like kind of getting ready to walk through this, cross this threshold. Yeah. 
Well, I think that also what's giving me, and maybe maybe this like is what gets easier about transforming as a person. And, and I don't mean easier, like, I mean easier, like, kind of like when you're at Orange Theory or like working out, they say like, it doesn't get easier, you get like better, right? And I feel like I do, like, I get to carry the wisdom of all the women who I've been before into this. Right. So I'm going to hold on to that so that like it might not or maybe a very painful thing. And I like can hold on to the me that has gone through transformations before. And I think that's what I'm really holding on to right now is trusting that whatever it is that is going to die so that I can be the more me. Right. And and not just the mother me like who I am in addition to becoming a mother. Um, I'm trusting that like whatever has to die in me is like, there's like purpose in it, if that makes sense. And I, so I think that I'm like resistant to the pain of, and like kind of like bracing myself for like, what is it that I'm going to feel? And I'm also really proud of like the, becoming that I've done so that I can go okay hopefully like you said today like you connected to yourself like hopefully I can like stay even if it feels distant or hard like stay a little bit connected to that part of me that knows that the rebirth is better or is purposeful or is supposed to be does that make sense totally yeah yeah so that's kind of how I'm going into it, knowing full well that I'm, I don't know that I'm quite ready to look at like the emotional side of it because <laughs> yeah. there's just fear. So yeah. That, oh my God. So I'm just maybe scared. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know what it will be. Of course. How could you not be scared? Yeah. It's it's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fear is such a powerful emotion. I was thinking about that yesterday about how when, when I'm in fear, like, and I don't know if you can relate to this cause your fear might feel different, <clears throat> but cause I was in some fear yesterday and I was noticing how it makes me like super hypervigilant. I'm like, I, Marcus always makes fun of me because I will ask like 8 billion questions about everything. Like I just... <laughs> Like, I'm just constantly asking questions. I want to know, like, I just want to know, no, 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 every single thing. Um, I just can't really just sit and be. It either makes me like that. Um, my heart is like racing. I'm just super stuck in my head. Or um, I'm kind of disconnected from myself a little bit, like a little detached. Um, but it's hard to like be in my body when I'm scared. Um, it's a really, it's a really powerful, hard feeling to have to hold in your body. Yeah. I, I suppress because that's because of my personality structure. Uh So I like, I'm not really conscious of it until someone helps me arrive there. Like Sarah helped me today be like, you're maybe you're scared. And I'm still, I'm like, not there. I'm still like pushing it down. (laughs) I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not scared. (laughs) Well, maybe you're not scared. Uh, Probably I am but probably I'm just suppressing it, um, which I'm okay with right now. Yeah. I'll let myself totally. be scared. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
what, because you've crossed the threshold of this sort of transformation ahead of me, um, like how, like, I feel like, well, I don't know this. I'm wondering if there's actually been like multiple death and rebirths in just in the time that you've become a mother. Yeah, I think probably, I probably, it could be broken down into multiple death and rebirths, but I think I'm still, I think there's such an interesting parallel process between like a baby and a mother. Oh, say more. Like, um, just like when you first have a baby and I also think this is metaphorical. I think this doesn't just, this isn't just for people who have gone through a birthing process, like a birthing of a human process. Like I do think there are parallels to what I'm about to say in terms of like anything that we're birthing, um, whether that's a business or whether that's a piece of art or a piece of writing or, um, I don't know anything, um, a new relationship, but I think for me, um, when I first had my little guy, it was like figuring out how to feed him and figuring out how to wake up in the middle of the night and how to heal my body after going through birth. And like a lot of it is really fuzzy and like, I don't remember a ton of it and I'm, I don't think he does either. And now that he's six months, like he's sitting up, he's reaching for his feet. He's like giggling and laughing and like starting to come alive. But there's such, there's so much more ahead of him. And I feel like for me too, I'm just all of a sudden realizing like, whoa, what is my style? Like, what do I want to dress myself in? And like, um, like how do I feel about the world and how do I want to engage in the world and how do I want to engage in my friendships and how do like, who am I? I'm just kind of having all of these like new questions start to formulate in my mind that really weren't there before because I was just sur- surviving and not, I don't mean that in a scary way. Like I, I was just, we were, I mean, we, I just brought a new human into the world, just kind of like figuring out how to do that logistically. And so, um, now I forgot your question. Am I, am I going on? No, I'm watching the parallel process. So in the beginning, it was just like, I I was asking like, has there been multiple births and deaths and rebirths? And you said, yeah, it could be broken down. Um, and there's a parallel process with like a baby and me and like, being reborn. Yeah. And so I just think I'm getting to know myself in this brand new way. And it's actually today figuring that out, like putting that language to it actually made me feel excited because I think in this like death and rebirth process, there has been grief. Like there are, there's grief sometimes when I'm like, oh my God, I've been up at 5am every day this week and I'm so tired. And like, I'm so excited to see his smiling face in in the crib. Like when I go get him, it literally lights my heart up in a way I've never had it light up before. And then at the same time, I'm like getting up at five devastated that I like I had this realization where I was like, "Am I not going to sleep in for the next 18 years? Like really?" And um, yeah, just like and that's a really superficial level of grief, but there is some grief there of like, "Am I going to be like?" 
working 24 hours a day for the next 18 years. Like that feels really like even today when I went to the, I went to run an errand and I was like, it's so different to be in my car when he's not in my car because there's like a different level of awareness when I'm driving and he's in the car. Cause part of me is like always listening for him, always kind of focused. Like part of me is always focused on him. And there is some grief in that because I don't get to be fully focused on myself and fully tuned into myself. And, um, it's also beautiful. There's selflessness in that of like letting go of, you know, some of my own vanity or some of, I can, as a four, if we're talking about the Enneagram, be a little self-obsessed. So, um, but yeah. So anyway, like there it's, I think feeling the excitement of like, I get to know myself in a new way, um, feels really, wonderful because there has been grief. Yeah. Even though the joy of having a child or this new being in my life is, is wonderful as well. So, and you've, I mean, we've talked about this before is allowing both to exist. Like it yeah. doesn't have to be the one, which is helping me right now too. Cause I'm like, it doesn't just have to be, you know, I can be both be very excited and happy in these moments and also the fear, but also like when you're going through a rebirth, not just birthing something, but even like a death that you don't know what's going to be birthed after. Cause I think sometimes deaths happen without us even knowing what's going to be born. Like Mm -hmm. if you're not like working on a project or something like maybe like leaving a relationship or like leaving a job and like not knowing what's next, like holding space for both the grief and that like beauty of going like, now I get to know her. Yeah. That's, exciting yeah <laughs> and it sad. is yeah it's, it's like but both. but I think if you're in a space of feeling more of the sadness like it's okay like letting that be yeah it's okay and and there will be beauty there yeah. will be there will be something really special that's waiting well which is our whole belief right of, of like the reason we do work and don't stay don't stay in you know, or don't resist death, which like giving myself, Sarah's giving me (laughs) therapy. I'm giving myself some therapy. Don't resist a death because it is always, and I literally wrote this when I shared that quote from that story about the butterfly, like don't resist it because it's always, always worth it. It's like never not been worth it. I'm like thinking about all of, you know, where I've died and reborn and it has always been worth it because it's like always the next iteration of becoming. Mm-hmm. And that's like the whole process is to become. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just thinking about this. This could be the last time we record before baby, baby girl is here. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. So I'm wondering like even more of a parallel process. What, what our podcast will look like on the other side of this. Like, it will still be here for sure. It'll still be here. And it'll be interesting to see how like how it it deepens in terms of its purpose. Um, you know, after you go through this, cross this threshold. Yeah. Which is interesting. I'm I like love that the the podcast has like been with Sarah and I through deaths and rebirths yes. of ours. Oh my so god. So yes. it's kind of um I don't know. Beautiful that it's like, yeah, it will. 
I don't, I don't know what I'm saying, <laughs> but I'm just like thinking back of when we started in yeah. 2019, how many deaths and rebirths we've, we've gone through. We've been that, through a lot and, and have shared some of them and have not shared some yep. of them. And, um, and it has evolved how we do this and we just love doing it. Um, so, um, this could be the last time maybe if baby's late, we might we get might, one more, we in. might get one more in. Yeah. Um, if I'm, if I maybe get a full night's sleep because I feel like I don't think well right now. Well, um, but thank you for listening. And I, I hope you continue to listen when I come back. Yes, I do too. And just want to, um, wish you so much love and encouragement and support as you get ready to cross this threshold. And I'm just so excited to hear all of your wisdom and all of your thoughts about it. And just, all that you have to share on the other side. Cause I think that's going to be really exciting. Thank you. I'm excited to have a shared experience with you. Me too. Um, can I share one more quote? Cause Please. I'm a quote person yes, about I this. love your quotes. And this is Anais Nin, who is like one of my favorite writers, but she says, and maybe this is like, I, not a way of bypassing this, but can like comfort me right now. It says, I take pleasure in my transformations. I look quiet and consistent, but few know how many women there are in me. Ooh, I know. That just made me flash to like all these other moments. I know we were winding down, but I want to share one more thing. Okay. It was making me think about like getting married too as a transformation. Yeah, huge. And I like went kicking and screaming into that. (laughs) Like, I mean, I was super excited to marry Marcus, but I was so afraid, like so, 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 so terrified. Yeah. And I do, it makes me wonder about like, um, just how I think there's lots of different styles and like, I'm sure personality type has something to do with it, but like how we all approach transformation differently. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because yeah, I just think maybe not everybody feels their fear. Maybe not everybody's aware of their fear Uh as they move towards big changes, but It's, it probably shows up differently for each person. I think so. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts about that? Yeah. Well, I was just going to say that resonates with me, like the quiet, like in my head about it, which I appreciate. That's why I go to therapy and that's why I have friends like Sarah who can process because I think it's good to process it more out loud. Um, cause I think that I've never gone kicking and screaming into (laughs) transformation, but, but internally I am. Uh Right. So like knowing that we all like are, but like it looks different Uh on the surface. Yeah. But I think the other part is how cool it is to think that regardless of how we go into the death and rebirth, that there are so many versions of us becoming. Yeah. Yeah. So many versions. And that's so exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. Like, I think, I don't know. I'm just having one other thought. Wait, is your thought that maybe Michelle Obama will come on here and talk about hers? Because <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. That would be really cool. Um, I was just thinking about how, like, in our society, I think sometimes we don't always value age and wisdom. And we often try to stay really stuck in, like, looking youthful and, like, appearing a certain way that, like, isn't above the age of 30 or something. And it just made me think about how it made me feel more excited about aging and like about how there's just so many different versions of ourselves that hold so much wisdom that like we haven't met those people yet, but 
but they hold so much wisdom. Whew, that actually like gave me goosebumps in that level of excitement too. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. Really cool. Yeah. Okay. Do you have an encouragement for our listeners? Um, I guess it is to think about like what chapter of your life are you in right now and what's dying and what's getting ready to be born. Yeah. And can I add to that? Please. And I will just say, I think that my hope is that you trust that um, the pain of like the death um, while painful and hard um, is, is really leading you to become more you mm-hmm. just remembering that last line, like yes. what looks like you will die, but what's really you will, will not only survive, but will, will grow. Yeah. Will, and will, will evolve. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. I'm going to hold on to that. Okay. Thanks, Sarah. Can't wait to meet you on the other side. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Signing off. Signing off. 